Our guest's story sounds like a movie. Charles Duke Tanner started out in Gary, Indiana's youth boxing and golden gloves. He went pro and was undefeated with a 19-0 professional boxing record. He was arguably on track to being one of the greatest, but then something happened that would change his life forever. Stay tuned. Come to a place where the lost are Welcome to the Unfair Advantage Experience with your host, Rabietti. Join us as we share and discuss real-life stories with individuals who have experienced the unfair advantage. So, man, you were on track to being uh, one of the greatest boxers, and something something happened. Can you can you tell me about that? Well, first and foremost, uh, I'm always give all the praise and glory Amen. to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm thankful to be here today, and that part, that roadblock was a, um, a conspiracy for a nonviolent drug crime in 2004, which was my first arrest in my life that ended into a double life sentence that I served wow. 16 and a half years on before I was released by President Trump, October 21st, 2020. Wow. So let me ask you a question. like. Uh and did you find Jesus in, in prison, or did you? No, I knew who, I knew who God was um, at a young age, and it was. Um, but my faith was tested, just as yeah. as, as as it is being tested every day, and yeah. I'm sure you can yeah. feel me on that. But um, it was in prison to where it wasn't even in prison; it was in the county jails as I was fighting the case. Mm -hmm. um, I did almost um, four and a half years without going outside or going upstairs mm -hmm. based on how they had me to make the case look real big. Mm -hmm. And by me going to trial, um, you had to trust someone and the only one that I was able to trust and talk to was was God, you know. I mean, I would lay, I would pray, I would read the Bible. Mm -hmm. And, um, and it, it had me strong for when I walked inside the federal prison because, you know, I got a double life sentence. So yeah. I was sent to a maximum security prison yeah. to where they hold the worst prisoners in the world. That's right, yeah. So that's where my faith was really tested. And it was, and then, you know, I was built, you know, into that situation. Yeah. Dude, I can, <clears throat> I can relate to you on everything. When I was going over stuff, reading about you, bro, I have like such a similar story. Like it's like crazy, man. But when you're talking about, you know, um, being in the county jail like that, doing all that time. Dude, I used to do one year, two year stints in the county straight all the time, multiple times. And it was like worse than going to prison right. because there was no, you know, you're locked up, dude. There's no moving, saying people, you can't go out to wreck. You can't move. You got a little bit more freedom. Yeah. The, you know, the politics in prison are much harder, but just the time itself and the county jail is like off the chain. So I understand that man. And, um, and, and it's, and it's, and it's hard, man. But obviously like talking to you, you can see like, uh, you know, you had the unfair advantage already in your life. God was on top of you, man. See, I, I had to turn myself in. My, I was a little bit different than you, like being sentenced to, I got sentenced, but I was like done all that time, been in trouble. Then I turned my life around and got indicted by the FBI after I turned my life around. Seven years later, the FBI comes right. and indict me. But I had just got out doing time um, out of the county jail and I had to, and I got indicted right away and had to go to federal prison. But during that, year that I was out, the whole pre-sentence investigation and all that crap, I know that you know you go through, right. I had to turn myself into federal prison, bro, and it was like being free and walking in, and we were talking before, it was like, man, it was crazy walking into a federal prison, and as soon as I go in at that time, 
they had like a two-man cell that had three men in it right. that I went to in the bottom. And as soon as I walked in, it's like I'm sitting there and I first guy, my cellies that they go to, I sit down with him. He goes, hey, man, you got your paperwork? And I'm like, at that time, didn't even know what that was. Been in trouble in the state. Right. And I'm like, uh, and, and he's like, are you a chomo? You know, asking me stuff like that. And, and I'm kind of like, man, you know, all freaked out. But, uh, you know, it's, it's just crazy how the, you know, the enemy was at that time. But, you know, going in there into a federal prison, I know how that felt. And the first day that I was in, immediately that day after all that goes down, soon as I'm, I'm sitting down like this and, I, and I'm looking up and there's, a, a, there's all the, all, you know, in prison, there's like a whole station over here watching TV, the white boys, there's, there's, there's blacks over here, there's Spanish. It's like they were segregated. And I'm like, yeah, dude, and I'm, and I'm sitting like this and immediately a huge fight breaks out, dude. And some dude pulls out a knife. I mean, it was insane, bro. And that was my first day in prison, dude. I'm there hours and I got to do this time. So you, I can relate to you, man. You got lucky. It was a murder my first day at USP. <sighs> I went to USP Terror Hut. It was mandatory. Yeah. You had 30 days to get your paperwork, no matter where you was. Yeah, Everything yeah, yeah. was sectioned out yep. by state. Yeah. organizations yeah, yeah. race but that's what that's the right. devil do that's right man he divides. you know he wanted he wanted to divide and conquer that's right but um through all of that though like um i call it favor Amen. you know what favor i mean you know you say it's an unfair advantage but it's it's, it's the favor that fog i call it fog favor uh, favor of god okay so <laughs> with that being done you know like some of us got a job to do Amen. and like you said it's what you do yeah with the things that you learned Amen. during the time. So that time in the county jail prepared me for the next step for the prison. And after that, you got to be prepared for. What did, what role did your faith play in prison when you uh, got to the like, penitentiary? Uh, I believe that I believe people can read the word and talk all day long. That's right. But I believe your actions speak louder than your words. Right. Meaning, yeah. like, <laughs> nah, and I'm not That's never good. discouraging no one to tell no one about the word of God yeah. because I can do it better, and I should be doing it better. But in yeah. prison, yeah. people will say, like, you just fought on TV. You was 19 and old. You you had the girls. You had money, and now everything was taken away. Yeah. Um, and you walking around here smiling with two life sentences, right, talking about, you know, you finna go to this class or anything. Why why aren't you upset? Yeah. Uh, they railroaded you. And that right there is when I used to say, you know, it's a God that I believe in and yeah. it's not over with. So if it's things that I need to do in here to help you guys with or whatever, I'm not going to change who I am. Just think of David changed. Think of Jesus changed. That's think right, of bro. the things that the prophets before us yeah. really went to. And I'm not saying that I'm a prophet. Good, but bro. look at the things that they went to and they never changed. That's right, man. They stayed the core for the people. Yeah. And I'm always going to be for the people. Yeah. And that's why I'm here right now sitting, taking this interview because it's bigger Kingdom. than us. That's right, bro. Like it's, you said in your prayer, it's about the glory. All the praise and glory go to him, bro. We're not, we're just, we're vessels, man. And I think about, uh, you know, all this stuff when you're, when you're going back to that, I'm just in my mind thinking like, holy cow, bro, how powerful God to move. And you're talking about, you know, I always think about apostle Paul. He was a tent maker, Nehemiah, bro. He built a wall in 52 days, bro. These are all regular men. God raises up the underdog. So with that being said, I know there's a lot to talk about. We got to go to commercial, but guys, listen, man, please stay tuned. There's so much more to talk about to find out from Duke. We'll see you soon. The Unfair Advantage Interactive Experience. There's nothing like it. Go to our website, click on our store. Every interactive item has a QR code. 
Scan the code with your phone and get the latest message from Robbie and the Unfair Advantage ministry team. Get the Unfair Advantage fresh every day. We have exclusive interactive apparel and merchandise for you to choose from. Scan the QR code on your UFA, t-shirt, hoodie, or mug, and access daily inspirational messages, daily encouragement, fresh scriptures, fresh testimonies, faith-filled prayer, and so much more. Go to www.unfairadvantageministry.com. Click on the store and pick your interactive apparel and merchandise and access the Unfair Advantage Experience anointing. Guys, welcome back to the Unfair Advantage Experience. I hope you're enjoying the show we got with Duke. Man, I was thinking when we were talking uh, before, and like before, you know, when we took the break, we were talking, and I re you reminded me of something because you were talking about the, the fog. I always talk about mm -hmm. that. I just text one of my dudes that work for. He's like, man, I just closed this job. I, I always text him fog. I give the glory to God on every single move that's made, bro. Every job that closed, I don't care if it's a small, big. I put fog, UFA, and PTL. It means praise the Lord, unfair advantage, favor of God. You know what I'm saying? And I was thinking about when I was uh, in prison when we were talking before. Um, there was, and you were saying how you were walking around. These guys were like, man, how are you smiling all this time? You know? And I didn't get. I got like snatched out of prison it was it was it was a blessing it was divine intervention like i had my time i was sentenced i didn't have as much time as you but i was sentenced um to five years i was doing five years no matter what and all these miracles took place and i got out in two years which was like straight miracle but at that time i had that and i'm i'm running on the yard one time during the time because i was running early in the morning i told myself man i'm going to prison mentally physically spiritually in good shape but i'm leaving here better and I went in and I did the right thing, was helping dudes, bringing them to God, and I'm and um and I would run five miles in the morning, five miles at night, you know, all the burpees, getting in, and I um I was listening to this song on the on the road, and I've talked about it before. As I was running on the yard, that there's a song from um uh, I can't remember the name of the the group, but there's a, it's like I I feel so alive for the very first time. I can't deny it was a, it was it was talking about God. Mm -hmm. It was P.O.D. And they're talking about God, and I'm weeping, dude. I'm running on the field, on the uh, track, and I'm crying. And I wasn't crying because I was in prison. I was crying because I felt the freest I've ever felt my whole life in prison. You know what I'm saying? And people would always stop and like be like, man, what's wrong? How are you always in a good, you know what I'm saying? As all these crazy stuff were going down, all the politics and fighting and stuff, I was always good because I had the favor online. But expound man about that in your life as you were in prison we were talking how yes. that kind of worked for you one of the main things to it all was um when i went away i had a two-year-old son um he had just turned two years old so right. those four years i was fighting the case i watched him grow up through a tv screen they wouldn't even let let me visit through the glass i would visit to a tv screen 15 minutes so i get to talk to him on the phone yeah. he used to be filling on the screen trying to fill my face and things of that oh, nature man. so my goal was to try to figure out like I'm not gonna let you stop me from getting home to him. I'm not gonna let this situation over here stop me. Um, and then the higher level, it's leadership. You yeah. know, it's just, it's, it's just leadership. It's just like, and yeah. it's a whole nother world behind that wall. And um, <laughs> I was placed in leadership early on. Yeah. And um, and I and I had to make certain decisions, and I prayed about them. Right. You know, no matter what, I would go in my room and pray about them. I have shared with some of the guys that I prayed about them. Some, um, and I never abused my authority. Um, I talked to a pastor about the situation, and he was mm -hmm. just like, God, I know where you at. 
but don't you abuse your authority. And there would be time when I, I need to make decisions that could go left yeah. and it'll get straight automatically. Yeah, the fog you're talking about, it'll yeah, be done. Yeah. So with that and on top of me thinking about my son, wasn't nothing going to stop me. So I was just, I would be happy. I, I call on everybody. I'm up. I'm uplifting them and man, doing what I'm supposed to do. Bro. Yeah, so that's what it was about. I played it. My son, Charles Jr., he played a ma major role in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? On the man, earthly side, you know. Amen, that, yeah. That, yeah. What uh, what resources what resources did you have in prison that that were able to help you and your family? Well, we can write. Once I made it to prison, we can write. And then, as I was down for a little bit, they got core links, so we yeah, was able to that. text more and uh, rather you know send emails. Yeah. And then they got text services, and yeah. you know we could have visits and we'd be face to face and those things. But I just use every source. I would write. Sometimes he a kid, he ain't writing back. You know, sometimes yeah. his mother sit him down and force him to write me back, or we talk. But we use every method of communication. And the most important thing, I prayed to God to have a relationship with my son. I asked him to give me all the tools that I needed in there to let him know that I love him, I'm mm -hmm. his father, and I'm not there in the present, in the physical, but I'm his daddy. Mm -hmm. And it's nothing he cannot talk to me about, it's nothing that he cannot share with me. Mm -hmm. And with that being said, our relationship it's on another level. Um, I just got engaged, and he's gonna be my mess, my best man. You know, that's that's my that's best awesome. friend. Yeah. Yeah, and I um, obviously I didn't when I went to prison. I wasn't I wasn't married yet, and have kids, and I do now. So the love that I have for my son, man, is like unreal. Because uh, you know, I grabbed him one morning and I hugged him, and uh, I just heard I heard of, I was like, man, I just love him so much. Like nothing could stop me from loving him. And I heard a voice say. And it wasn't audible, just the Holy Spirit was like, you see how much you love him? I love you 10 times more. I was like, dang. I felt God and I started realizing and God gave me this revelation of like, God, the Father, you know what I'm saying? That's that's that whole outline, that's why it is. That's why he gave us that way, man, so that we would love our kids and that we would, you know, that we would feel that love that the Father has for us and like, man, it ain't religion, it's a relationship. God is our Father, man, he wants to bless us, he wants to take care of us. And the Bible tells us, and a lot of people try to take the words of the, of the Bible and run with it, well, you know, the big greatest commandment, honor your mother and father, but it's scripture after that on what mm -hmm. the parents are supposed to do. That's right, bro. So therefore, that was a big key. Yeah. And you keep that and remember that with your kids, and it's gonna, you, you, the love is gonna be amazing. But he do love us more. Amen, man. And, and we need to love him more. Amen. <laughs> we love them kids. Yeah, you know? here's one of the things you said. Like in prison, they, and it's out here too. It's not in prison, but a lot of people know the word of God and can read it and all that, bro. But with all that knowledge, man, it says knowledge puffs up. That's what the Bible says. So that all that knowledge means nothing if you're not if you're not applying that knowledge mm -hmm. to your life that brings wisdom. And like you kind of say, and it's funny, man, we're a lot alike. One of the things I say is make sure your feet are matching your mouth. That's what I say. That's one of my main things I say because the, our feet is the gospel. Our shoes of peace. It talks about the feet being the gospel. The shoes of peace, the gospel. That means my life, wherever I'm walking around, people see my life. I don't have to, I can, my life can begin to minister to people without even talking. People see my things in my life, the favor of God on my life. They see these things happening. I mean, it's God, it ain't me. It's because I've applied. It says the prayers of a righteous man, they veil us much. Mm -hmm. I've done these things. I live righteously so God will have my back in those situations, man, because my feet 
are matching my mouth, man. So I know it's like, uh, it's important that whatever. And I, I, I know if there's anybody watching right now, I just feel led. I want, I just want to pray right now. I want to pray for somebody who's watching that might be going to prison or might have a loved one who's in prison or just, you just might be in prison in your mind right now, you know, and maybe you haven't accepted the Lord. I want to pray right now. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for all that you have done. And Father, I am praying right now because your word says that I could bind in heaven and it would be bound in, I could bind in earth and it would be bound in heaven. I could loosen earth and it would be loosed in heaven. So Father, I'm binding any demonic attachments, any strongholds, any Jezebels. I'm loosening it off the person right now. I'm binding it and casting it to hell in Jesus' name. And Father, I just loose your presence. I loose the blood of Christ on them right now. Father, I, I, I pray it. I, 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 I'm decreeing it in the name of Jesus Christ, Father, using the authority that you gave me when you died on the cross and you were buried. I take that authority, Father God, in the name of Jesus. And I pray right now that chains are being broke as we speak right now in Jesus' name. I pray that yokes are being broke right now in Jesus' name. I pray that you infiltrate that person's heart right now to give them peace. I, there's somebody watching right now that you have a loved one in prison and you're worried about them. I want to prophesy in your life right now that they're going to make it through that. And that you stay focused and you keep on praying. You keep moving. God's got it all under control. Don't worry. He feeds the birds. They don't reap or sow. Don't worry about them. Just keep praying for them. The more you pray, God hears your prayers. Pray. He will move. Father, I thank you for that word. And I pray that it hits good soil and does not get picked up, Father, by the devil. And right now, if there's somebody watching who is backslided or is not born again, I want you to repeat after me. Father, in the name of Jesus, I know that you gave your only begotten son to die on the cross for me. He was buried and he rose from the dead. And he is my Lord and Savior in all areas of my life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Whoever did that prayer right now, your sins are washed away. You're clean. You're born again. But take action. Go on to our website, www.unfairadvantageministries.com. Go on there. There's prayers. There's a 52-day program. There's my book. Things that can get you started. Get moving. You can't hit a moving target. Remember that. Get moving. We've got to go to a commercial, guys. But we're going to have more with Duke when we come back. See you soon. In Matthew chapter 18, verse 19, Jesus said, If any two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father who is in heaven. The prayer of agreement is our most powerful tool for creating changes. Has it been hard for you to get traction in one specific area of your life? Has moving forward felt impossible? Are you struggling in your mind with fearful imaginations? Depression? Financial concerns? Has someone caused you hurt that you feel like you will never recover from? Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16 says, let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. We are a ministry of prayer. Robbie wants to pray for you right now. Go to our website, click the button for prayer. It's free. Robbie will pray for you immediately. Guys, welcome back to the Unfair Advantage Experience. We're here with Duke, man. You know, the, the, the boxer, now he's boxing the devil, man. So, so I want to talk about uh, 
a powerful move of, of God that happened in your life, which was obviously the favor of God and was definitely the unfair advantage for you to get snatched out of prison, and, and which I can relate. We're going to talk about that, but about the Clemson, can you expound on that a little? Well, I was, um, they had brought some laws in in 2016 with the Obama administration about first-time offenders. It was the different prongs. I met all the prongs, but I was, um, I was denied, but you know, I was moving in faith, so I continued to move like I was moving, fighting for it before the um, clemency petitions even came up. And um, I actually met this—I met this lady. I was reading a paper, and um, I wrote her. She was a, a federal prisoner, had got a life sentence, but it was a lady. So I said, "I'm in here crying," and we started writing. She was a believer. Oh. I ended up getting her lawyer <laughs> to do my clemency that was denied by um, Brittany Burnett, excellent attorney. She fought for me so hard. And she got those, she, she got um, Sharonda out and many other people. She overturned like about 40 something life sentences. But mine was denied. But that connection with me reading that newspaper that day, actually someone had got hurt. Yeah. And we was going on lockdown, so I grabbed a newspaper. And that connection led to Miss Alice Johnson, who was released by President Trump, who was in the same facility yeah. of the lady that I wrote. <laughs> this in 2015. Yeah. And here we go. I never talked to Miss Alice Johnson, which also um, Amy Pova, um, Welda Angelos, um, Troy Black, many others fought for me. Yeah. We was writing letters to the White House all the time. But Miss Alice Johnson was fighting for me and I never met this woman, never talked to her. And to my understanding, she made sure that my case got into, they was looking for good cases and she made sure that my case got to the president and for sure he read my case. He caught COVID and when he came back from COVID, he called Ms. Johnson and said, you know that case you told me to read about that boxer guy? Call his family and tell him he's getting let go today. I signed <laughs> off on it already. And that's how I got released. Dude, that's a favor of God. And when I, I had the same, I had, I had the almost, not exactly, but a story like that, dude. I'm I'm in prison, in RDAC program, doing my time, got no time. There's, there ain't, I didn't snitch on nobody. I didn't go to the law library, nothing, bro. And out of nowhere, I get a letter. My, my caseworker goes, John Eddie, you got legal mail. And my heart drops because I'm like, holy cow, they've superseded me, man. They got more charges on me. <laughs> and I go walking up and he opens up a letter and he's white as a ghost. Now, see, Jesus was with me the whole time. This guy had Jesus all over his wall, bro, and everything. And he used to read my case and he'd be like, you know, the same guy I'm reading about right here isn't the same guy that I see in front of my face. Well, he opened up the letter and it was a motion from a judge cutting my time from five years to three years. And then I got the drug program that took off another year. So like, dude, talk about listening to you. Like, that's an Apostle Paul experience, bro. That right there was for me when I got knocked off the horse like Paul to the road. That was God. That was a favor of God. That was divine intervention. And my faith began to rise. I was like, dude, because I don't, this, what just happened in your story you just told me about? That's an unfair advantage. That's God, Jesus, Yahweh. Nobody can do that right there, what you just talked about, but him. You know what I'm saying? And when those things begin to happen, then I knew, bro. And that's why, you know, people talk about faith. You can, you know, you, you got to have, if, without faith, you can't please God. You know, those are some of the things I went through, like yourself, that gave me the faith to start laying my hands on the sick. And people started getting healed. 
because man, if he can pull me out of prison years and years early like you, you better believe me and you who got him in us can lay our hands on people and they can be healed. We can pray for people. It says the prayers of a righteous man. If not, we might as well close the Bible up. Right. It, says that, it says that his word does not come back void, that I'm a man that shall not lie. That's his book, man. So I found that out with you, like, you know, talking, man, it just blows my mind because I know that built your faith because you knew, you know, if God is for you, who can be against you? You know, we say that, but when you really believe that and apply it into your life, God is going to be all over you, man. Now, I was talking to you before, prophesying, telling you, man, like, the Bible says only a pure heart will see God, and your heart is pure, man. I can see it on you, bro, and God's going to use you to free the captives because the revival, I'm going to say this at the camera, and I'm going to say it again. The revival is not happening in the church. It's happening outside the church. The church is without no walls. It's altar calls everywhere we are. That's what's going on right now. And God is going to use drug addicts, alcoholics, ex-cons, because he raises up the underdog. Look at, look, at his, look at the Bible, read, and you see what goes down, and you know that's exactly what he does. Moses was stuttering. He said, Go, don't use me. He used him. Paul gets knocked. All, all them guys, man. That's who he uses. And he's trying to use you right now. That The ministry is us. It's in the workplace, man. It's Jesus 24-7. Anywhere you go, you move. You feel the Holy Spirit on you, get bold and move, man. So I want to encourage someone that's watching right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Get bold. Right. Fill yourself up. Pray, man. Pray. Read the Word of God and apply it to your life. Get true sanctification. Don't just read it and let it roll. Read the Word of God and then apply it to your life. Bring true sanctification in your life. Begin to give your whole life to Jesus, man. You'll be happy, joyous, and free. He'll start speaking to you, man. He'll start moving. He'll tell you to lay hands on people, and those things will happen. We're in the end times, and God is moving for His glory. It's for Him because these signs and wonders and these movements are going to make people say, man, Jesus is real. And the backsliders and the people don't believe, when they start seeing this stuff, man, they're going to come to be, and we're going to cast the net, and it's going to save them, man. man. So I know that you've been out, bro. And ever since you've been out, can you expound on some of the stuff that you've done since you've been out, man? Well, I came home running. Um, actually, um, um, Jack Brewer actually sent me for me for a second chance. I was home like about a week, week and a half, and um, I done done some food drives, um, stopped the violence in the yeah, city of Gary, Indiana, where I'm from. Um, I started a clothing line called Freedom Wear 20 and 0, which awesome, I added a win to my record because, you know, we beat the government, Amen. you know, the right way, you know, like they said, you know, <laughs> we ain't doing no snitching, no cooperating, or nothing like that. <laughs> I was let go by the president, so, so, so therefore, that was a win, <laughs> my toughest right. fighting that I would ever have, yeah. and, um, you know, go to Freedom Wear underscore 20 underscore zero on my IG and yes. check it out. We got the Duke of Freedom. Which is um, I found a LLC that I'm starting to be able to do more things like this to talk back because I Amen. think we have to come together as a collective. That's right, bro. Because me and you standing on the side of each other yeah. talking to someone that yeah. one we save is it's like saving the multitude. Yeah. So that's what that's what I'm for. I'm about freedom, and freedom is not just about being locked up. Amen. It's a lot of people that's out here in this world that's you know got those chains and bonds on them, and we're trying to break them even if it's mentally so they can accept the word of God so they can Amen, see bro. that our feet is matching That's our right, lips like how he said and, yes, uh, and I'm standing firm as a firm believer Jesus Christ that it can be done Amen. you live in proof of a second chance and I'm gonna make the best of it Amen, man. on Lord, our way hand and pray bro All right. Father God in the name of Jesus Lord 
I'm grabbing his hand right now and I'm praying and I'm asking you to just for a mantle, Father, for a move on. I pray that you just continue to pour the unfair advantage anointing on his life. I'm praying for the favor of God and the favor of man in all areas of his life. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that you bring the resources, Father God, from the north, the south, the east, and the west to his ministry, Father God, so that he can continue to free the captives, Father God. I pray that you bring him such an abundance, Father God. I pray that you bring provision, prosperity, Father God, in the blood of Christ that's around his whole entire ministry, that everywhere he goes, Father, in his ministry, people see Jesus Christ. They see the light, Father. In Jesus' name, Father, I'm bringing these prayers to the courts of heaven where the devil can't appeal nothing, not guilty. And Father, I thank you for what you're going to do in his ministry, and I thank you for the testimony, because we know we overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. So Father, I expect him to come back, and I'm decreeing and declaring all these things on his life. I'm prophesying it right now in Jesus' name, Lord, decreeing it. And that he'll call Jack Brewer or me and let me know, all the abundance in the harvest mentally, physically, and spiritually is coming to his ministry, freeing the captives, giving all the glory to your precious son, Yeshua. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. amen. Guys, what a powerful show, man. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. I'm just glad you came on here, man. I'm, I'm grateful. I can't wait to hear testimonies and stories more about you. I'm sure I'll talk to you and I'll talk to Jack. But guys, go on to our website. Again, take advantage of the Unfair Advantage Ministries, his website, get his shirts. I know I'm gonna, you know, but take advantage of some of the things on there. I got books, 52 day challenge. There's prayers. If you need prayers for healing, for any kind of situation, financial that's going on, put your foot on the devil's neck. Pray offensively, pray offensively, man. Go hard at him. We're, he's under our feet. Okay, guys, another good show. See you next time on the Unfair Advantage Experience. This is an exclusive offer for our Unfair Advantage Experience audience. Don't miss out on getting Robbie Eddy's award-winning, powerful, must-read book, The Unfair Advantage, The Key to Supernatural Power and Freedom, and his anointed 40-day devotional, Your Journey to Supernatural Power and Freedom. You'll also get his audio CD teaching, Receiving the Unfair Advantage Anointing. Plus, you'll receive the Unfair Advantage wristband. Don't miss out on these powerful resources. Get yours today. Order your copies online today at www.unfairadvantageministry.com or call us to order 1-877-786-3247. You don't know. Here it is. This is the unfair advantage. Weathering through storms while learning how we can manage. Taking all of the tests but knowing he is the answer. Healing dry bones and casting out cancer. Roaring like lions, trampling service. Can't you all see he's making the devil nervous? Breaking strongholds and generational curses. Walking out of the flames and walking into your purpose. I come to a place where the chains fall down. Come